If the part be not lit, I'd rather what? not go. I'd rather like, not. This Ice Spice is doing dissertation work in the first bruh. five seconds of her songs. I mean, these are. If the party's not lit, then why would I go? She's asking a. a I mean, this is a platonic question. This is Confucius. Yeah. Like, Ice Spice could write the Communist Manifesto, but Karl Marx could not write Bikini Bottom. Could not. Give him a thousand years and an infinite um, computing processor, he would not be able to touch anywhere near Yo, what Ice Spice has done. Nah. If the founding fathers heard Bikini Bottom, they would combust. They Just would explode <laughs> right on the spot. If the founding fathers heard Bikini Bottom, they would say slavery was right. <laughs> they would be like, you know what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> we were on to something. <laughs> so fucked up. Yo, so Alex and Koku. Episode 37. Yes, sir. Back yeah, at it again. It feels good. A, bitter, a bittersweet moment. Um, this is going to be our last episode on Verge FM. Uh Verge is uh, kind of closing out their time, doing what's best for them. So, you know, we want to, one, shout them out for kind of giving mm -hmm. us an opportunity and yes. a platform to be able to kind of share what we do with more people. And for folks who are listening, like, appreciate y'all tapping in. And, mm -hmm. you know, also, uh, yeah, the city, the community is, uh, you know, losing kind of a a space that I know has been like special for a lot of people. So, mm -hmm. you know, we wish them the best and uh, excited for, you know, what comes next. Hope they get some, some good rest. Yeah. Yeah. Well-needed rest. I think it's just what the, the three of them. Yeah. That's, that's running, running this whole thing. It's a lot to do. So like Alex said, thank you for supporting us this whole year. Um, it's, it's, it's been great to be a part of the Verge family. Definitely got to talk to a lot of people who, um, have a lot of respect for Verge and, you know, heard us through Verge podcast and joined our community and became a staple member. And we're just happy to be here. As Alex would say, happy to be here. Happy to be here. You know, and <laughs> the good thing, good thing for y'all, maybe bad thing for y'all. Alex and Koku isn't going anywhere. We yeah. still going to be streaming wherever y'all listen to podcasts. So more episodes to come but uh y'all yeah. got us until we die or until i kill alex that's that's it's <laughs> yo wait <laughs> so the other week i told koku this already but i'll tell y'all because we're you know we're close y'all are listening yeah. but i had a nightmare <laughs> a nightmare <laughs> that koku was chasing me down with a taser <laughs> It was one of those like runaway dreams where I was like scared for my life. And it's just Koku, just silly boy running at me with a taser. As the main antagonist. I don't even know why. The thing is, I've never done anything to hurt Alex. I like physically hurt him. I don't Yo. think I've intentionally done anything. I don't know why I get no. put in this. Well, I've cursed know, you man. before, so that makes sense. You have cursed me. I cursed you for years. the past two years. Koku, every year, Koku's a Koku's a witch. If y'all didn't know, yeah, <laughs> I'm a wicked. Yo, what were you for Halloween? Um, uh, my my own thoughts because those scare me enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I didn't do anything for Halloween. I'm not a big Halloween person. I never got to That's experience true. it as a kid, so like. It never really carried it on to adulthood. There was one time I went as the black angry bird. <laughs> I got the, the mask. Black angry bird. <laughs> <laughs> I got a mask at like part. I don't even know where I bought it. It, it just magically appeared in my car, and I, I knew yeah, what it right. was. But I went. It was this like 2014 um, Halloween, and that was a wild night, man. It was OSU. She's crazy, but um. The streets. Out in the streets, literally, it was it was like like forty degrees. No one was well prepared. Just oh, going to people's houses, 
that I wasn't drinking at that point, so I was the designated um the designated friend. angry bird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was the designated angry bird. Um so yeah. that was my that's one of my only Halloween experiences. What did what did wow. you go as this Uh-oh. year? Um we only went to one event where we had the option of dressing up and we went as uh for any of my MTV the Hills fans out there, we went as a uh, Heidi and Spencer from the Hills. Uh mm. one of the kind of you know problematic fave couples on the show. Um Spencer's like really into like crystals, so I like borrowed these like crystal kind of like necklaces he always wears like a necklace with like a crystal on it so i borrowed a few from elizabeth's mom and so it was kind of like a (laughs) like a frat bro costume but just with like crystals on and then elizabeth's was uh similar to like a paris hilton kind of setup like pink uh velour sweats like juicy couture t-shirt headband flip-flop mm-hmm. she actually, she's got the whole setup so uh yeah we went we wore that to a, a drag show mm-hmm. um and uh but koku you did tell oh. me that i should have been ice spice and <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you, you grab alex a red wig a red curly wig, you would not be able to tell the difference. This man, this man, it's true. and he's caked up too. Yo, he's caked up like I, Ice Slice. Listen, yeah, I wasn't gonna say it. I wasn't gonna say it, but let me hit that little hands on my chest. <laughs> Yo, it's over. It's hey, over. It's gonna be. It's gonna be tough for you this coming year. Bro, People are gonna be calling you out. People are gonna be calling you out. Double XL freshman right here. Watch you. Yo, you can sneak Drake, your way in. Brad Drake about to DM me. <laughs> I love your, your freestyle. I love your faded freestyle. <laughs> and that and that munch song going go hard. Go crazy. <laughs> Yo, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Drake. But uh what yeah, we're gonna talk about you've him. been listening. We always to- talk about Drake. Can we have what I mean it's I know, we always have I know. I, uh, I know. Listen, listen. <laughs> I know. <sighs> it makes it so easy. What have you what have you been listening to, man, Alex? <laughs> what have you what have you been listening to, man? <laughs> oh, what have I been listening to? Um so I've been listening to the new Smino album. Talk uh, to him. Which is fantastic. It's called Love for Rent. Talk to him. Uh, a lot of great, a lot of great features on the album. Uh, that man. We sometimes talk about J. Cole. He's on the project. Uh-huh. Uh, Fat Man Scoop. I hadn't heard that name in mm. ages. Is he uh, is he featured on there? Or is he is he like a like a cut on the album? He's got like like some like some ad libs on Pro Freak. Mm. Uh, Lucky Day is on this joint. Uzi yes, Raven, uh-huh. Lene. Um, yeah, real real solid project. Um, I've also been, uh, bumping that new Freddie Gibbs, mm. uh, sold, sold separately. Uh, a lot of, you know, I didn't, I wasn't completely sold on it at first, but it has, it's grown on me. Um, and yeah, I mean, kind of just been like, I've been definitely in like a kind of a rap phase recently not even phase i'm always in like a rap kind of headspace but mm-hmm. definitely been listening to like a lot of the new like rap projects new chris crack uh mm-hmm. it's been really really dope um yeah a lot of i mean just a lot of good like a lot of solid hip-hop coming out this year uh for sure it's been like fun to fun to dive into honestly too much to like keep up with for real yeah it's a little overwhelming, but I think when you get into like the swing of things, because you told me like last week when um, Sweetos album dropped and SZA dropped and Rihanna dropped and um, yeah. I think someone else dropped. 
you're like you listen you listen to all of them and you enjoyed them and i was like ah oh, man i gotta get in it right like i gotta get, i can't get myself right Yo, to know, like listen know, to all of this i gotta like make sure like i nah, got to spend some I'm time like with a, it i'm like a friday morning like getting ready for work mm-hmm. uh like i'll start listening to stuff and like yeah. i'll get i'll get to like friday morning yeah i'll go through like spotify and like start saving like what are the Mm -hmm. different things that i'm like interested in listening to and then usually fridays are like a lighter work day so Mm -hmm. i'm able to like kind of listen to some stuff in the morning and then like into the afternoon also i didn't mention it but that new jeezy dj drama album snowfall Mm -hmm. is like yo that's that's one of the ones this year like i wasn't expecting it I didn't know I'd have like potentially Jeezy on my like end of year album list, but so far goes crazy. Jeezy's hit or miss for me because like there's classics like Go Crazy and um and um, um um I do and other tracks like that. I just I just like the I guess I like tracks with Jay he has Jay Z on, <laughs> so yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah, the only yeah, thing yeah. that it is. I was never a thug yeah, motivation nah. type type nigga. I wasn't listening. <laughs> me? <laughs> no, of course, of course not. I was not listening to Thug Motivation 101. I just, nor. <laughs> I just love like uh I don't know, the I just love like a solid just bar yeah. that I know that I can't relate to, but <laughs> just ener- the energy of it. It's just oh, <laughs> it's there. Put it in my veins. It's Put there it in for my sure. Veins, yo. But what about you, man? What you been listening to? Um that Smino project for sure. Uh, I loved it. I loved it a lot. Lock it in. I bro. think I think this is one is one of his most more um, tuned in projects. Like I loved his uh, his other projects like Black Swan and everything else, but this one it, it felt very cohesive. It, it flowed very well. Felt yeah. very smooth. Yeah, I think the Fibulator is one of my favorite tracks. Um, when he talked about his uncle Ooh. not knowing like who yeah. Smito was and like searching him up, I was like, oh, yeah. that's my nephew. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really yeah. cute. Um, yeah, I I've been bumping a lot of this dude named um, Nascent. I think he's a producer, but he works with um. He has a track with he has an album, and it has like Saba on it, Jordan Ward, and um some other people as well. But Jordan Ward, he has this song with Junie, um that came out Ooh. um called I Don't Care, which is really cool. It's like that. I like you said you're in your you're heavy and you're deep in your hip hop bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm I'm in my um like my soft R and B bedroom pop bag. Like I listen well, I listen to all of um D'Angelo, so the Black Messiah as well. Yeah. Um yeah. good stuff. Like the the the, the soul Soulquarians that just that Neo yeah. Soul vibe. Yeah, that got yeah. me right. Such that a, got me right. Time, yo. Yeah. Such a time. You starting it got you wearing boot cut jeans now, huh? Oh yeah, I'm I'm about to get locks. I'm about to I'm about to change up. <laughs> I'm about to change bruh, up, bro. Koku's chest is so oily right now. <laughs> Just got the shirt open. Taco meat oh hanging out. God. Yeah, yeah hey, I'm, I'm about to be different. Yo, I'm wearing beat. I'm to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I might need to borrow some of those crystals that you had because <laughs> I'm about oh, to change yeah, up. No doubt. I'm telling you, you about to date Erica Badu. Yo, watch, watch. Y'all see? <laughs> Y'all gonna see me wearing a kufi? And um, uh, posted up Erica Badu, buying her um her yeah. incense. Yeah, it's either her or Ari Lennox. Make your <sighs> make your choice, bro. Oh man, <laughs> Ari, 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 man. Ari, Ari, Ari. Ari. I'm a, hey yo, they yo, released this, I mean, they released tickets for um Dreamville this coming next year. So um, I'm about to fly out. Find her, find her room, and plead my case. Yeah, it was. Hey, you know, you know that I video so much of Safari, Safari rapping at Breakfast Club. Uh, <laughs> you try to rap to impress them, and you're like, "Nah, we're not feeling it." That's gonna be me. That's gonna be me trying to try to get Ari Lick's attention. He's like, "Yeah, bro, you gotta go." <laughs> Spoken word. <laughs> My black queen, I'm trying to intercede with your thoughts. I'm gonna be like Wale. Let, watch, give me the, give me a chance to be in the same mood with Ari Lennox. I'm gonna be like Wale. Lotus, lotus flower bomb. 
Bruh, I, I just want to. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, she's from she's from DC too. So hey, but about to be like about to be like Love Jones, bro. Shit, crazy. Oh, oh man! <laughs> Speaking of love movies, um, I watched Intergalactic um, yesterday. Oof. So good, so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I was uh, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. I was surprised. I mean, I, like we've talked about it. Like I love Cuddy, but mm-hmm. I also feel like he's always uh, sometimes his like artistic pursuits yeah. are like not always like uh, the most digestible things, the most enjoyable mm-hmm. things. Where he like kind of goes out of out of pocket. But this was like a really solid, yeah film it was fun yeah the, the the whole scene behind it whoever helped them with it they definitely helped them narrow it down to a more digestible yeah yeah um, feature for everyone yes. to enjoy because it was really cool yeah. the art style was great the story was pretty cool i mean you had the classic like um halfway uh part like disruption then the fix of course yeah. at the end but like i mean that's yeah. love movies in general so yeah it, it's, it's really cool it's really cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good, definitely, uh, if you're looking for something, you know, a bit, bit more wholesome, mm-hmm. uh, want a little, want to smile a little bit, and yeah. relax because uh, if, it's a good watch. If you got your little ting, you boot, you boot up, throw it on the TV, yeah. fall night, yeah. Ari Linux, I'm talking about you. <laughs> she's listening, she's listening. She's, hey, we only pray, we pray for times like this. <laughs> See those favorites, Meek Mill. <laughs> what is Wait, I saw. What is I saw he on? Wild, yo, I saw this thread on Twitter. Maybe it was yesterday or the day before. Of like, Meek Mill's like, not a real person. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's one, there's this one video. I had never seen it before. It's just Meek Mill. And he just like, he's like, ah! He just yells. And I was like, why did you do this? Weird. Where does Philly nigga around? Like, you think Questlove and them are weird, but no. Right? <laughs> it's Meek over here. And then I saw this tweet that was like, uh, somebody had tweeted like a picture of him when he was a kid, like, kind of posted up with like a do-rag and like a mm-hmm. fitted classic uh, and then showed like one of his like silly pictures <laughs> on the other side and we're like yo i can't believe this is the same person <laughs> and somebody quoted it and was like oh you can't believe like people from the hood actually are like trying to like protect themselves and like you know then you realize they actually have a personality and feelings yeah. and like yeah can like show their emotions <laughs> or whatever and I was like, I mean, that's fair. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Still you're right. He's still he's still <laughs> eating fries in a pool yeah. <laughs> on his lap with the, with the with the ashiness. With the ashiness. <laughs> How are you moist and ashy at the same time, <laughs> bro? I know that's not McDonald's salt, bro. Oh my gosh. <sighs> he's sitting in McDonald's right eating <laughs> eating McDonald's fries. It was it was like another photo. In the like, because people started then like replying to the original thread of more, of, like, just adding. He was not a real person with like uh-huh. other stuff, and there was like one where I think he had like, he was, and like, they dropping unreleased photos, <laughs> like yeah. unreleased me photos. Like, he was he was sending them directly to them. <laughs> like, yeah, one where he was like looking between his legs, like with like a gun between his legs. I see that. <laughs> so, so, so you thought I was feeling you. <laughs> That's wild. Yo, that man is so like Drake broke him. Drake broke Something him. Something happened. Something. Yo. They said somebody him and also Bobby. said that they said Meek and Nikki deserve each other. Yeah, they're cornballs. <laughs> cornballs, yo. They they're coming at Fabio four and two because the grammar on that oh. man is terrible. <laughs> yo, between him and Nick Young. Those brothers cannot Sheesh. spell, man. Hey, they don't need to though. They don't need to. Yeah. Thankfully, I don't. Thankfully. I don't know. 
mean, it'll be great. Them, it's a great asset put, to have, but yeah, I mean, they don't need and, uh, it. You put them head to head in a spelling bee. <laughs> over. Who, who, who over. you got, bruh? I mean, I I feel like I gotta go with Nick Young. He called the. Even though he called the Jonas Brothers the Jones Brothers, Jones. at least like, <laughs> his spelling was right. Okay, true, true. Probably four and said, but... we stand with Jewish people. <laughs> and he spelled it J-U-W-S-H. <laughs> with, the, with the eyeball emoji. <laughs> oh, my and the star, God, bro. It's wild. Hey, we got to get him out of here. We got to get that. Uh, no, what? Yo. No, keep him here. <laughs> We gotta get we gotta get a um, English teacher out there. So yeah, honestly, let's get Fabio for an English teacher. Yeah, before before you need ends. to be on Duol- get him on Duolingo. Yeah, for sure. Or or I'll change like, that man's life. Be, like hook that man on phonics. Yeah, real quick. Do something. Just a little quick two week course. Just a, just an update. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> thirty six. Jeez, jeez, bruh. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, man. I don't know. But um, not to bring the tone down a oh, little no. bit, but I mean, just I do want to acknowledge, uh, you know, celebrate uh, and, you know, acknowledge the the takeoff and okay. um and yeah, I mean, hate to see, hate to see someone that young kind of go uh, so soon. And uh, yeah, I'm. I you and I both talked about it. We don't have to spend too much time on it, but uh, you know, I know for both of us, uh, we're not interested in any of the the gossip or sensationalization of it, but more so. Uh, you know what takeoff meant to obviously the people who knew him best but then also mm-hmm. what he meant to music as a whole and kind of how he uh you know changed uh ch- changed rap in a really significant way and mm-hmm. uh yeah it's it is just like yeah uh, it was a really just like heartbreaking thing to yeah to wake up to and a lot of people are are feeling it it's a very surreal thing it doesn't feel possible it, it yeah uh, yeah yeah the uh the recent um album that quavo and take off released only built for infinity links uh mm-hmm. for anybody who is in like a space where you know either you're uh you know you're wanting to hear more from take off or kind of just uh want to feel like connected to uh his music and kind of what he what he did um, as a rapper, like that album is a really, uh, really solid body of work. Um, and, you know, it is sad the way that kind of where, uh, you know, reportedly like where Migos kind of was um, in like recent months with mm-hmm. not necessarily being like together and, you know, of course, kind of like, sort of breaking off doing their own things but uh you know knowing like and a takeoff uh is like Quavo's cousin uh mm-hmm. and you know the fact that as a family like they got an opportunity to kind of do that project together I think is really special to go and revisit yeah I I think one of the more um I guess constructive things I've seen is that like you know, like you were saying, kind of the, the I, I'm pretty sure Migos was kind of split at at this current time. Um, hopefully they can like settle differences, you know, come together and you know remember take off for what he was and what he was a part of and 
who he was yeah. to his family and friends and stuff. Um, reconnect yeah. over that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been uh, to kind of pivot a little bit, you know, from that. But I've been reading uh, this book, Rap Capital, uh, a <laughs> new book uh, from. Joe Coscarelli is a New York Times, uh, New York Times journalist, uh, has done kind of some of the like sort of uh, kind of like behind the song, different like kind of mini videos that they do. Um, but he re released this book recently that is essentially a look at like modern day uh kind of the making of like modern day hip hop and rap in Atlanta. And I know like we've talked, uh, we talk a lot on this show about like kind of Southern hip hop and mm -hmm. sort of how that's evolved and some of the different players in it, obviously Migos being a big part of that. Um, but it's just, it's, it's really interesting, like getting to kind of read that and like seeing kind of their journey. Uh, yeah and how that kind of like sort of where they come from some of the different like people who you know have been a part of like atlanta hip-hop history whether it be like gucci Mane, the dudes from quality control who kind of you know helped bring their uh bring their music to the forefront and kind of where it is now where you know you have someone like a little baby who's like doing really really dope mm -hmm. stuff um you know from uh, Lil Yachty is kind of back <laughs> in like uh, back on back on people's uh, people's minds with Poland and mm -hmm. uh, and you know Twenty One like doing a lot of like really really uh, mm -hmm. solid solid work with like features during this year. So Atlanta hip hop, I think like you know all that yeah. to say like Migos been like a you know significant. Uh, significant part of like kind of where that is, what it's become, and uh, there will, you know, ever really be anybody uh, what what we got to experience with them as a collective. Uh, yeah. I think it's really special. Yeah. So, RIP um, take. RIP take. I watched this video uh, the other day. It was like, this fan who uh, was going to take a selfie with Takeoff and had like one of like a filter on it that like did your makeup and like like uh, <laughs> made your lips look like all mm -hmm. all like glossed up and like Takeoff got on it and he saw it and he was like oh my god <laughs> and <it> was like, <laughs> like he's known for having like this like got a deeper voice, deep voice. Like, <laughs> very, yeah and his voice went on the octave that i had never heard it, it was oh my god um, <laughs> yeah oh but um yeah i feel like we got to talk about i know you don't want to talk about it but you know on the topic of Atlanta rap, what? there is a project. You better not. <laughs> there is a project. On the topic of, I guess, recording this. Half of I Atlanta mean, rap. well, let's, let's, roll, let's roll back the tape. <laughs> you know what to say, Drake's from Atlanta. You know what to say, no. Drake is from Atlanta. <laughs> he definitely has a stamp of approval in Atlanta. Oh brother! <laughs> oh brother! Versace, Versace. My dude said, "Homie, like it's Illuminati." Yes, yes, we know. But, we all know the verse uh, by heart. It was stamped <laughs> in our head as children, and we give the. Let's talk about it. Drink it, twenty-one savage. Her loss. My Her loss, loss of time when it comes out. I'm recording this coming out November fourth. It's coming out in three hours, I, four hours, literally. <laughs> Koku. <laughs> I've, I'd like to okay. tell me your initial feelings, emotions, reactions. I've came to a realization that I don't think I'll ever get the same feeling that I got from Drake as a um, 
uh, an adolescent, a young adult. And that makes sense. Yes. Of course, an artist won't give you that same feeling you had because there's a lot of things tied to that moment. But Of course. But there's also a... I guess it's, it's my fault for expecting this. And not to like put this against Drake, but... You know, when I look at his contemporaries, and I think I've mentioned this before, we see growth and change between one, um, each one of them. Like, between Big Sean, Kendrick, J. Cole, Wale. I would consider them his peers when it comes to where he came up. And all of them have grown in their own ways with making their respective music. And I just, I, I go into each album expecting to hear growth. There is change, but not growth. And that's just what I want. I, I, I appreciate the change from honestly, never mind. And there was some semblance of change. And no, nah, I'm not going to say that in Center for a Lover Boy. Center for a Lover Boy, pretty much the same thing. But honestly, never mind. There was, there was change in it, and I enjoyed it. And I go into each project expecting, like, okay, this is going to be where we see something, something different, something cool. But I never get it. So I'm, I'm, I'm removing that part. I've, I'm, I'm on a quest <laughs> for enjoyment in my life, and I'm, you, I'm, cut, I'm cutting out things that aren't giving me what I need. Are you gonna listen to the album? I'm gonna listen to it. <laughs> I, I, I will eventually listen to it. I would. I'm gonna see how many tracks it is. <laughs> if it's 16 tracks, yeah, yes. I'm gonna. It's gonna take me like two or three weeks. But if it's, a, I so hope that it is a like 10 song album. Yes, that I like can do. a 30 minute Drake and 21 Savage project. Honestly, sounds like a best case scenario. Yeah, <laughs> if it's more than 11 tracks. They're pushing it. Have I, you seen the um, I mean, yo, cover art? I did see the cover art. Uh, someone, someone said Drake's on a streak for, for worst cover arts <laughs> <laughs> of an artist. Yo. Well, I was reading up on the the woman on the album cover. Mm-hmm. Sutsuki? Uh, I guess. Yeah. It's like a dancer. Mm-hmm. I guess it Onyx. Uh, of course, you know, Drake obviously has an affinity for, uh, for dancers, strippers. Uh, so it's on brand in that regard, mm-hmm. but yeah, I honestly, I mean, I do love the, uh, and I don't know, may it could just be a theory, but the I was fact about to that say. honestly, never mind, ended with Jimmy Cooks and was such a that track was so different and like Mm -hmm. a lot of people were kind of talking about like uh like drake couldn't like fully commit to like that dance sound like had to throw in one for like the streaming platforms and make all the like kind of you know the rap fans happy kind of thing but the fact that in the vault dude had this project he'd been working on with 21 it's kind of ready to ready to carry know, over kind of nice a, f- a fun moment yeah so have you heard well i i mean i'm i'm saying this like it's a like it's a deep underground thing but i just saw it on tiktok where they're saying that the album rollout that they're doing is kind of a parody of just regular album rollouts like all this stuff is not real like oh the, the, yeah 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 the tiny desk stuff is like that's just not real they just did that yeah. clip um, the Howard Stern interview, it's not real. Just yeah. did, a, did a clip. And um, the Vogue's is not real. It was just a fake thing. Yeah. Which I think is very funny. I think that that's really ingenious. Yes. That's yes. really dope. Yes. But they, that's true. And I got to give it to him. Yeah. When it comes to rollout, that boy can I mean, roll it. He can roll one up. Oh. Like, Wiz Khalifa. I'm telling you. Yeah, Wiz Khalifa. Hey. <laughs> hey, dude, hey. Is he Drake or Wiz Khalifa? Because he rolling out something. He rolling out something. <laughs> that boy, it's Cinnabon. Um... <laughs> Yeah, the uh, it's so I saw like people kind of talking about it today. Uh, one of the homies, Nicholas Terrell, he was kind of talking about like that's such a it's a it's like one of those rollouts that like can only be done once, 
mm-hmm. like at this level, like obvious. And I mean, honestly, if like anyone's gonna do it, like Drake is kind of the one who's like is like makes fun of himself is like kind of unserious in that way like i saw people on like the timeline being like are you telling me these are fake like bro be serious and i'm like Mm -hmm. drake is not like at this point he in the past like five years or so probably even beyond that drake has not been a serious individual Mm -hmm. like his music obviously has this like edge to it where he's like I got no friends in the industry and like people are coming after me and da, 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 da. But like, as far as like he himself, how he shows up and like on the internet and all these things, like has not been a serious individual. So. Well, did you see that Anthony fan? I mean, yeah, you definitely saw the Anthony Fantano thing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think we saw a little chip in the armor right there. I think we definitely. You think we're going to see a diss on <laughs> Anthony Fantano? Anthony Fantano diss. He pull, He brings on. Uh, he's got Cole Kushner. <laughs> doing a marriage. About to dissect this man. Oh snap! Yo, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, Drake. He's going to do what Drake does. Twenty ones. I mean, they're is. a good. They're a good combo. I'm not gonna act like they don't go well together. It's Drake in 21. It is what it is. Um, I have a question for you. Oh. Well, more of a topic, a discussion. I've been seeing a lot of talk recently about uh, streaming Ooh. and what that means for music. Um, and essentially, kind of the argument, at least like one of the arguments being like, how much of kind of music has been uh, impacted by like streaming, but also like TikTok and like kind of the TikTokification of music. And I think a lot of it's been attached to like Steve Lacey, who we've talked about on mm-hmm. uh, the podcast before, but <laughs> he had a, had a concert uh, in the, uh, had a concert recently where he asked people to sing the second verse of Bad Habits, uh, which obviously was like a viral song on TikTok. And uh, people seemingly did not know it, could those not were, sing along <laughs> with it. Those were Casey Lane fans. Those were <laughs> Steve Lacey fans. Those were Casey Lane fans. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Um, they yes, knew the words of good habits. <laughs> <laughs> Casey Lane's hit single, Good Habits. Good Habits. <laughs> he talks about making his bed every morning, working out. I clean my room, that's a good habit. <laughs> I wish I knew. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. But yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was a a shockingly like embarrassed like secondhand embarrassment from them. But okay, before we get into the topic of streaming, because I got uh, something I want to talk about there too. This crowd that kind of was like, oh, that should have been me. Oh, I should have went to that concert. You oh, guys suck. Yes, it should have yes. been me. I feel like that's. Yes. Shut up, nigga. <laughs> first, off, first off, so well they got a ticket. There's, there's so many people who go to concerts who have no idea who the artist is, but just go there because they enjoy live 100%. music. And second, I mean, go ahead. I was going to say, like, no names. Like, she talked about that. Like, when kind of when she was sort of like beginning to be like, I'm not going to be as like kind of in the industry as mm-hmm. like other artists are because like the people who can actually afford tickets to these concerts a lot of times are gonna be like predominantly white crowds so i have this mm-hmm. like black music that mm-hmm. i'm performing that actually isn't going to and i'm not being able to like share this with the people that i want to as like mm-hmm. directly as i can true I, I think that's that's I think that's a valid point, but 
for like the the fans online would like stitch the videos and say see you don't know the songs i know every song i know mm-hmm. he was part of the internet i know he was and i i, I yes. listen to listen to see you girl like yeah Probably Dude, what the fuck are you just, doing? Buy a ticket. <laughs> Buy a ticket. <laughs> I, I mean, like, like if you're really about it, like if you're really about it, yes. you want to see him. If you, you you're gonna be yeah. there as soon as it drops, like. Right. If you got the funds, if you have the mm-hmm. ability to be there, and yeah. You didn't go, but then you want to be online and be like, I should have been there. Yeah, like, yeah, you should have. <laughs> you yeah. should have. What are you doing? What are you doing? But um, yeah, that, that's kind of funny. But to your point streaming services and how they're um the tiktok tiktokification of it um yeah it it reminded me of this tiktok i saw of this dude talking about how streaming services are kind of taken away from hidden um albums so Mm. he mentioned this album by flying lotus that he released under the pseudonym captain murphy and it's a rap album. He's rapping over his beats, but it's not on streaming services, only on YouTube. And mm. the fact that streaming services are so big, some of these are getting lost, like within like the just the algorithm of music that yeah. they can get forgotten. Like there's this the legendary Earl Sweatshirt and Alchemist um, album that they purposely named under the wrong name and like kind of like fake tracks that's stolen on YouTube somewhere. And it's been in. This in search by internet sloops were like five, six years now. And like these things will quietly get buried down the more I think streaming services get bigger and bigger because no one's gonna be checking for music on YouTube anymore when they have Apple Music yeah. or Spotify. So yeah. it's 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 terrifying. Um plus I mean the artists aren't getting paid um how they should. There's there right. I I follow knowledge on Instagram and people always ask them why don't you put your music on Spotify? Is that unless you're like a Drake or a Bruno Mars, like you're not getting money from it. Like right. you gotta support me on Bandcamp and stuff like that. <laughs> so like the streaming services, they're 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 a deadly machine. Yeah. It's it's interesting because I'm like there's a I can see as like a as a listener, I'm like, it's convenient for me to be able to like have like a streaming service or whatever to be able to like access all the music I want to access for mm-hmm. the most part, like be able to playlist it, do all those things. Like mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for the Spotify wrapped at the end of the year. Oh, yeah. There are these different aspects oh, yeah. of it that make it kind of like a a seemingly like communal thing um and then also from like a tiktok perspective i'm like there are you know like working in social media but also being somebody who's just like on tiktok like there are different sounds out here that like Mm -hmm. i then go and i'm like oh like i actually want to be able to hear that like i've been seeing on spotify like people starting to put it up like the sped up versions of songs uh, because like a lot of people will like kind of have a song, but like, because maybe they can't use like a commercial sound or whatever on, uh, on like TikTok as like a brand or a creator or whatever, they'll make like their own kind of original sound version of it, whether Mm -hmm. it be like sped up or like the kind of vocals are like pitched up or down. Um, But yeah, it's like there are these aspects of it where I'm like, I don't want to throw like the baby out with the bathwater thing. Like, I, I don't think this is necessarily like a a black and white kind of thing. But you can also see like the how it is challenging for especially like kind of up and coming artists or artists who want to like enter into this space where it's like there's like so much saturation of like Mm -hmm. music and how you know with like cd baby and like tune core all these like Mm -hmm. stuff you can kind of use to like distribute music on like these uh dsps like Mm -hmm. there's it's such a it is very 
quote unquote, like <laughs> democratic right now, like kind of mm-hmm. anybody can like jump in and uh, which is tough. Like there's a, obviously as always, like a lot of investment put in kind of these like bigger artists. Like, I mean, at the time of recording this, like Taylor Swift's music is pretty much like all of like mm-hmm. the billboard top 10 right now. Uh, obviously like, this Drake and 21 Savage album is going to like be all over these platforms once that drops. But it's, uh, it is interesting seeing like how it impacts, you know, the, uh, how artists, some of like bigger artists kind of structure their albums, whether it be with like, you know, more songs or like not releasing as much up front and then like doing like a deluxe release, uh, you know, how it's impacting how like fans interact with music, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it be like they have more access to more music and being able to like get more from an artist or like they're just kind of like surface level connecting with like an artist music, like in the uh, Steve Lacey example. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's like an interesting, it's such an interesting time for music and like how, artists because i've kind of heard the thing where it's like as an artist now it's like how can you find kind of that like niche community mm-hmm. that you can just like connect with and it may not be this like big thing that like reflects itself in terms of like all these numbers or whatever but like there are a lot of artists right now who like maybe aren't the biggest names or whatever could just be like huge on tiktok or whatever that are like mm-hmm selling out venues like i think i heard something similar about like uh what's his name central city or whatever Mm -hmm. uh yeah like him kind of doing something like that like his music isn't all over but dude is like selling out venues has like a pretty strong following so yeah i don't know i don't know and i recently well it was probably a bit ago saw a video of talking about how artists don't have that that slow burn anymore because once you have a hit you're skyrocket to the top and that can be good and bad for both reasons because it's hard to find a loyal fan base from that um that quick explosion of popularity so i think recently at um that festival in new york i forgot what it's called um not government ball was it Lollapalooza? some Uh... type of Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud, yeah. New York. Um, there's this TikTok artist that got big and was getting cosigns from big people like Tyler and other artists. He performed there. His name is Eam Triplin. And there wasn't really anybody for a set. Um, but there's also things going around. It's like, oh, well, there was like an like ASAP Rock was performing somewhere else at the time. So people went to him. But right. still, um, like it's hard for these artists to to really be be um cemented to be who they should be because a lot of these people make great music but i just think like they just got that hit and that's what's that's the only thing that gets absorbed and they don't have the chance to just you know gather that loyal fan base um i i want to see how that continues out now because i i think the last person to do do have like that instant hit, but still be relevant was Lil Nas X, and he yeah. he's, he's he's just done it very well. So I want to see when how that mean culture of rap and that um, audience evolves as we get into like the future of music, um, streaming services, and all of that. Yeah, I mean it'll be interesting with like I mean obviously like. Ice Spice is kind of one of those like people right now who like has Much. had like this big hit and mm-hmm. like uh, is starting to navigate kind of uh, what that trajectory looks like. I was listening to uh, a podcast recently where they're interviewing Currency mm-hmm. and um currency was kind of you know currency being this example of like an artist who kind of has like has just like so much longevity at this Mm -hmm. point like but also 
has like a pretty high like output of music like Mm -hmm. has been you know like and kind of just has this like loyal loyal fan base but also Mm -hmm. isn't like somebody that you know you're hearing like a lot of people unless you know like yeah like there's not a lot of people that are like you know blasting his name all over um but he was kind of just talking about like uh the importance of like that slowed and um you know and essentially like you know he was he kind of said something to the effect of like yo when things like explode like they're not there anymore like they go away like mm-hmm. that's not what yeah. we want to do like yeah we want to be able to like uh you know be able to steadily build and like connect with the people that we know are rocking with us mm-hmm. um which i think is like really interesting from like a um an artist standpoint um of like how people continue to like connect with your music that's very true because i think when relating to that when you have a big hit you don't and like you don't have that slow burn you don't get the chance to find out what your audience likes that all they know is that one song so when you try to do something else or like switch it up they hear it's like oh he they fell off they fell off it's it's instant like it's like oh fuck now nah, I'm, totally. I'm done i'm over it's, totally. i'm cute um so hey we'll we'll see how how fans uh record labels streaming services and artists navigate this new era of music and technology um i think that's <laughs> i think that's episode 37 Yo. The Alice Okoku podcast on Virgin. <laughs> oh, damn. I, t- I tried to hold him. it in. I tried to hold it in crying. the whole episode, but. Nah, sorry. Come on. It's like, it's okay to cry. Virgin. That last episode. Yo, it's, it's okay to cry, bro. Thank you. I know. I got a little song going to sing. When a good thing goes bad, it's not the end of the world. End of the world. It's the end, of the, the world. end of the world. That you have that you with have one verse. Virgin <laughs> 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 FM, thank you so much for all the love you showed Yo. us. Uh, a year ago, close to this time, we had the homie um, Michaela tell us, like, hey, you two should apply for this Virgin FM. Um, feature spot, and we did it, and y'all accepted us <laughs> somehow, somehow. Somehow we yo. got accepted, and we yo. y'all been rocking with us since. And yeah, yo. let us kind of live out our uh, our radio DJ dreams that mm-hmm. at least I didn't know I had. I was like, yeah. man. Uh, you know your dreams. Your dreams. I feel the meal and tasers. <laughs> I dream about Koku. Um, yeah, nah. It's a uh, yeah. It's special, like crazy that uh, y'all y'all were down to have us come and wreak some havoc mm-hmm. on uh, on y'all's on y'all's site. Uh, and you know, let some, let some other people learn about this. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Definitely wish that team the best and, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, please continue to, to tap in with Alex and Koku, uh, Mm -hmm. wherever you stream, Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Uh, we're probably there. And then, you know, of course, tap in with us on Instagram, Twitter at Alex and Koku. But is it Twitter? I don't have Twitter. How is it Alex and Koku Twitter wild? <laughs> yo, where the nah. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm trying to think like you were just all there, like yo, fuck this nigga. Hey yo, this nigga. <laughs> I'm like dis it's just Koku disses. I'm just dragging you through the mud every tweet. I'm leaking your text. 
I'm this like, dumb ass nigga. Look at look at Koku. He got his toes out. <laughs> you do Yo. you treated me like Fabio Foreign? Like, look, you can't smell. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the uh the Alice and Koku Twitter. Here's the thing, y'all. Uh, like <laughs> it's here's the thing, y'all. It's just us, man. Yeah, We're just true. chilling. Like, you know, we we find times to record when we can. <laughs> we, uh, you know, if we come across something, something silly that we want to post on the Instagram, we we'll we'll need that. Up. Uh, we need an intern. You know. Hey, if you need an internship, Yo. <laughs> we will sign your college papers. We're, we're both Yo, we in have, corporate positions. <laughs> we we've made about twenty bucks from this yeah. uh, from this podcast, so we got you at least. Like you get a few like five dollar biggie bags. Oh yeah, for right. sure. You gonna be your uh, stomach gonna be feeling four. good. Yeah, trust, trust right. that, trust that. You gonna be full. <laughs> we got you, and Koku, he can bake. Uh, I can bake you anything you, know. you want, anything you need. Right, and if you need some some clothes, like my I, man's ass got you right. I, gotta, I can help you out. I got a little hey. discount, so you know. a little something. Let us know. Let us know hey, if you. If you, you know. Hey, if you want me to beat you into the virtual world, <laughs> let a nigga Bro, know. I'm working want, on some shit. Yeah, I'm you working want on some people shit. All in, all in your videos, dancing. <laughs> Come to Alex and Koku. Nigga, fuck fresh and fit. Come to Alex and Koku. <laughs> Alex, where can they find you at? Yo. uh... Holla at me. Hey. Uh, at Lewis Alex 10, the number uh-huh. 10. Put your tents uh, up. On all the all the things, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh I'll be writing on Medium with mm-hmm. uh with Koku and the homie JT and Cole. Uh we call ourselves the writing boys. Uh so Definitely, uh, definitely tap in, read the read the essays. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's me. How about you? A hey, hey, player. You can find me at Kenny Samoa, K E N I, then Samoa like the cookie on all platforms cookie. as well. I be I be um like I said last time, the space bar on my laptop was broken, so I haven't been able to write. <laughs> but. I'm trying to I'm trying to get a whole new setup soon. So new computer, new iPad. You know, if I get this holiday bonus, then um, you know, we 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 balling out. We balling yo, out. Yo, run run the streaming numbers up, so my man. Yo, can get a, <laughs> let me. Get a yo, I'm setup. trying to get a new setup. Yo, then like, yeah, I'm trying to go in more music lately. You can see me bake hey. on Instagram, making beats. Hey. Um, I'm trying beats. to get more active. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be like Alex. You know. Hold up, before we end this, I want to say an old head quote of the day. <laughs> so, if you've never been to Willoughby's, it's in North Market. Shout out to Carnell, oh, he's the owner. Um, me and him have the same trainer, Vic. And I saw, I see him from time to time. We dap each other up, we say, What's up? I went to Willoughby's two weeks ago and I saw Carnell there. I dapped him up. He's like, Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. He's like, Oh, you're looking good. It's like, You're looking good too. I said, I'm trying to be like you. He said, don't be like me. Be better. And I said, God damn. damn. I Come said, on, damn. Man. Come I, on, nah. That's a hey. I hey. Hey. So don't be like us. Be better. Be better. Be better but, out there, boy. And you gotta be better than us because <laughs> Koku doesn't even know this, but we got invited to be on Drink Champs. <laughs> you you gotta be better than us because we cannot get worse than that. Oh yeah, yeah. We're not yo, Nori, we're not gonna be last time you said Nori was wet. This time Nori is soaked. <laughs> and that's that's as far as we're gonna talk about that that situation. That's yeah, no, no. Do not, hey. do not, I'm avoiding the discourse. Hey, um, the, the irony is real how this podcast started and where we are at. <laughs> how where we, we are at. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I got to say. That's it. That's all I got to say, playboy. 
And on that note, <laughs> see y'all next time. See y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>